um, and welcome back to part two of my story, of my testimony. Um, this story is God working through it, um, through through the whole thing. Um, I do just have to preface this though. If you're dealing with any sexual sin, any sexual temptation, any sort of anything to do with that, um, just do proceed with caution. This might be triggering to you. Um, might bring up certain feelings or whatever. Um, and I don't want to cause anyone to stumble, um, or anything like that. But yeah, so this story, oh my goodness, this is so, so scary for me. Very few people know this part of my testimony. Um, and so I'm just going to hop right into this. Um, before though, I just want to pray quickly. Um, I am probably not going to say this eloquently. I am probably not going to say this you know but i'm just sharing my story and so let's pray daddy god i just thank you so much um i thank you that it's not a coincidence that whoever's listening to this is listening to this i just pray that you'd help me to share my story um and that and that it wouldn't be me speaking but you speaking through me in your precious name i pray amen yeah and so with the preface i do have to say um yeah, it this shouldn't have the effect on you of being more cu- curious or falling deeper. Um, but rather, it should give you hope, you know. Um, and so I'm just gonna dive right into this. Um, so this is the second part of my testimony, and there is a part one, um, which is sort of the basis for all this. And I'll explain certain things that I might not have explained really well in part one. Um in this part but yeah so um so I went to boarding school um for the first year and I think like a quarter um of high school and so around the time that I went to boarding school um I oh excuse me I think actually quotes have started at the end of grade seven I'm not sure you know details get a little um fuzzy but so there were these two super cool websites which i think the idea behind them is brilliant um so on quotive you could make quizzes and people would write books and then you could read their books um that they wrote you know just normal people and then the second one was website um i mean not website the second website was wattpad um and they even have an app um and so it was wattpad though was um, people would write their books and then you could read them, you know, but normal people, um, and so so, somewhat ended up having, you know, some authors from Wattpad actually ended up publishing books and then taking them off Wattpad. But, you know, the idea behind it is so smart and I personally love reading and writing. I, you can tell I'm quite nerdy actually, but, um, I love reading books. Um, I love writing, um, and creative things like that um and so when I went to boarding school you know everyone was like oh my goodness Wattpad or rather the friend um I had one particular friend um and this is not her fault or anything but she was just you know we bonded you know we loved reading and she was like hey this website is so good you can find all these cool books and some of the best books I've read came from Wattpad you know some of them were just so so good um and these authors were really really good and you know like any books you know there's fiction non-fiction I think most of them were fiction um and so there was you know like werewolves and vampires and 
romance and you know all these different categories and they'd have like the top books for you know for in this category and for this month um and it's such a genius idea um but you know it was sort of what everyone was doing um or what (laughs) the people around me were doing you know um and another thing that we love to do was watch movies right and so people get movies on flashes or um or honestly any movie streaming with like website out there you know we had wi-fi it was great um and there were some great movies um but i remember the one time this girl got 50 shades of gray on a flash right and she got it on the flash she's like hey i got this movie like do you want to watch it and we were definitely not of age of the age restrictions to watch it anyway um not that not that even if you're off the age restriction you should watch it um but you know and i was like oh my goodness like you know i was curious so i was like okay i got it you know i watched it and at the time i thought nothing of it you know like you know whatever it's what everyone was doing um and i really didn't think of the effects of it and so um and so then i um i left boarding school because um i talk about that in part one but i left boarding school um and then i was at home for for a little bit and i was also being home or i was being homeschooled um and i had a lot of free time and so during this time i binge watched Grey's anatomy 11 seasons i watched the entire gossip girl um you know i i think you see i'm not sure about exact details i think i was sort of into wattpad i'm not sure but i know i was even able to um give up wattpad for for like a year and a bit for quite a long time you know um and how it works is if you delete your account i think it's 90 days and then if you log in after the 90 day or before that then you can get your account back and all these books that you've saved and that you've read and stuff um and so you know i was able to log off and then i i think i you know i truly forgot about it um and so then I stopped Wattpad, um, whew, and so then, um, so what I didn't explain, um, in the first part, which I should have, cause I talked about how I've lived in nine houses, but I didn't explain that. So when we moved from Zim, so in Zim, we lived in one house, right? We moved here from Zim. We lived in this one hotel. We lived in another apartment. We lived in another apartment and then we found our house in grade six when i had to move schools we moved houses but we still um owned the one house and then we were renting the other house and there were tenants in the house that we owned right um and then when i went back back to a private school to boarding school um we moved from the house that we were renting back into um the house that we owned and that we were paying the mortgage on because my dad got another job you know it was great um and so yeah, and so we stayed there for a while. But then um what happened was that um so they he couldn't keep up with paying the school fees um at the private school. And so then I came back home and then we we're still living in the house that we bought. Um and this was when I was binge watching being homeschooled. And then when I got into this public other high school that I've loved, best school ever um so like towards the end of grade nine so I got there 
yeah, I got there like a couple of weeks into grade nine and somewhere around there, um, we had to sell the house that we had bought. Um, and so my parents were busy selling that. So what happened is I went to live, we went to live with my cousins, um, for a couple of weeks while waiting for another house to rent so we lived with them for a couple of weeks and eventually we moved from there to um to this house um which was pretty cool cool house it was great and then um the owners of the house wanted to sell the house um because we were renting and we couldn't do much about that um and also my parents wanted to downsize a little bit i'm not that was like massive or anything um and so we moved um last year we moved just before i started prelims that's when we moved into the current house now um and so i hope that makes sense um and so you know for a while i stopped reading wattpad i was moving on with my life um and so now i'm at the high school um you know everything's going great and i remember one day i don't know why on earth i did this i truly don't know um but one day I just decided to go back onto our pad. Um, and you see, the timeline is a bit fuzzy for me. Um, but one day I decided, hey, I'm going to go back onto our pad. Um, and, and, you know, and so I went back on there um, and I found these cool books and they were great. And then... What it turned into was instead of me just reading fiction, I'd want more and more. And so then this turned into me reading um eroticas, which is a genre of book I don't think should be out there. I truly don't. And this is where Fifty Shades of Grey falls in. They're in the same category. Actually the book by the books by E.L. James are in that category. Um and oh my goodness I truly don't remember the timeline but I remember you know it just turned into that um and this was at the time when we lived in our previous house the house before now so this was somewhere between grade 10 and matric probably somewhere in end of grade 10 um grade 11 I don't know and I remember the one day I saw this person um who I thought quite hype very highly up and they were reading um this book on Wattpad and we found it over it but the content of it was very iffy and there were a lot a lot a lot of sex scenes in this book um and I don't think there's anything wrong with reading books in fact I love reading books still to this day but what I don't read is ebooks I've stopped the line there um I don't read any ebooks because I'll get into that um but the problem comes in when the books you are reading are in se- are essentially pornography, if that makes sense. When you're reading pornography, there's a problem, you know. Um and that look you know and so yeah, and so I you know, we bonded over this book and I was like, Oh my goodness, that's such a cool book and I saw them and you know, I saw them reading it and I was like, Oh, it must be okay, you know. And for other people it might seem a little silly that I'm even talking 
about this as if it's wrong, you know. Um, I mean, the same applies with porn, though, you know. For some people, it's okay, but it is a sin, you know, and it is sexual immorality um, because it starts changing your mind and you start viewing people differently, you know, and having lustful thoughts and just all these other consequences and side effects of this. Um, and so... Yeah, and so um, I was just in the cycle and just reading these books. Um, and I remember, like, during holidays, sometimes I would s- literally be up the whole night reading these books um, and reading in general. I love reading, um, you know, and it was just so, so unhealthy. And so, um, this, you know, the timeline's a, bit, a little hazy. But um, this kind of picked up in my matric year. So that was last year. Um, and something that I remember is that I remember moving into this house that we're living in now. And saying, you know, I'm going to stop when I move houses. Um, and I'll be in a new place, new house. So I can't continue reading this, you know. And so somewhere along the line, because remember, this started when I was at boarding school. When I wasn't in the right place with the Lord. Um, and, you know, I was... But then I sort of stopped a little bit, um, you know, started going to rise up, started going to church. Um, and I don't think I was really into this. Um, but then somewhere along the line, I picked it back up and, um, and, you know, somewhere I, I knew that it was wrong, you know, I mean, I had a relationship with the Lord and I had been baptized. Um, and I just somewhere along the line, I knew that, you know, this was wrong, um, and especially in matric, it just hit me like, this is not how you want to be doing it, you know, and I remember I was just in this vicious cycle, I'd stop for a little bit, um, and be able to do it, you know, and then I'd be like, yes, I've conquered it, and then fall right back into the cycle, and yes, I've conquered it, fall right back into the cycle, and I remember specifically moving into this house and being like, no more, you know, I'm not doing it anymore, and then, Lo and behold, a couple of weeks later, you know, I I was just, I, I, I was now reading the books again. And what it turned into, it went from Wattpad um, to then ebooks, you know. And there are so many ways around getting actual ebooks. And I think the way this started was I was looking for another book to read. And I found this website, you know, which had just all these ebooks, and so sort of went into that. And erotica is such a big genre, and so I would download these ebooks on my phone, and then I'd have them, you know. And sometimes I'd read online, and it was just this horrible, horrible thing. And I'd try to block certain sites, and then I'd find new sites around it, you know. And I'd put my Safari app on the last page of my phone, but then I'd still scroll all the way to it, you know. Um, and this really picked up in my matric year and, you know, and I'd get prayer for it here, you know, like someone preach about being set free and I'd get prayer, you know, and then I'd be free for a while and then just fall right back into it. Um, and you know, someone would give me a word that the Lord had given them, you know, or a picture that the Lord has had shown them. Um, and you know, and I'd really believe that I was free. And then a couple of weeks later, you know, I was back into it. And so, um, it was just this vicious cycle and I hated myself for being, you know, there is so much power in just how you see yourself. And for a long time, so this is 
this you'll get why for a long time i was ashamed of being different being a foreigner because um there was a lot of xenophobia um a while back uh and you know i was from zim you know and i was just so ashamed of that and so for a long time i was you know whenever people brought up conversations about languages that they speak at home and things their parents do and cultures i would always like try and exit um which this year i was like no i'm not about that um from the get-go like i've just been so open about that um but so where was i going with this okay yeah and so i hated myself for being stereotypical you know i was that quiet girl nerdy girl who read but the things she was reading you know and i had this big secret and I don't even think know if that's a stereotype I just thought that it was a stereotype or not a stereotype but like a type of person and I just hated myself for the for being like that you know um and this truly might seem exaggerated to you or silly to you but it was ruling my life you know and um and so this this was towards the end of last year um I went out for prayer the one time and I just met this girl um, and I finally told her about it. I was like, hey, listen, this is what's happening at the moment. And I was so ashamed, you know, and she was like, hey, you should read this book. Um, And, you know, when you attempt to do this and she had walked sort of like a similarish path, you know, um, and <sighs> this is such a low. This is truly such a low, but. I remember, you know, the one time she asked me, hey, how are you doing? And I was like, you know, I'm fine, you know. I mean, I stumbled a little bit, but I was, I'm fine, you know. And I, the thing was, I had stumbled and I had stumbled hard, you know. And I was just not being fully, fully honest, not sharing the whole story. Um, But, you know, she stuck by me and she just, you know, she would ask me like, hey, if you need help, like, talk to me, you know. Um, and I just hated that I was that quiet girl, you know, um, that's what I made myself up to be, that quiet girl, that quiet girl who's shy and reserved, but hey, you know, like, she's got a colorful web history, you know, um, and so then in February of this year, I remember I had just had just such a big stumble, (laughs) I hate that word, stumble, (laughs) um, especially in Christian communities, but I had read so many of these books, um, and they, you know, they, uh, by this point, I knew certain authors, um, who wrote certain books like this, you know, I knew certain series, um, and I would just go on these books, if I didn't have data, I'd have, you know, I'd, uh, not that I wouldn't steal anything, but, you know, I'd get more, more airtime, I'd ask my parents for more airtime, and it was just this horrible cycle, you know, because we hadn't, um, we didn't have Wi-Fi set up, um, at the new house, uh, and so February this year, so February this year, I just read so many of these books, I had a full gallery of them, and what would usually happen is I'd read through the night, you know, or, like, in the, you know, in the middle of the night, that's danger zone right there, you know, um, or I'd think I'm past it, and then I'd wake up in the middle of the night, and then, 
you know, and then I'd fall back into it and I'd try this and try that. And so in February this year, I've said that like three times, um, I had just read a whole lot of these books and I remember just feeling so ashamed and so filthy. Um, and so my church was having a young adults evening. Um, and I remember not wanting to go, you know, that's the thing about sin and shame and guilt. It pulls you away from the Lord and you don't, the last thing you want to do is spend time with the Lord. You know, you want to try and get yourself prettied up. You want to try and sort yourself out before you spend time with the Lord. Um, and so my church was having this young adult evening. Um, and I remember not wanting to go, but just going anywhere. I was like, you know, I'm just going to go anywhere. And, um, you know, what's funny, I wrote here ironically, but it's not an ironic, you know, it's once again, the Lord, um, the lady that night was speaking about habitual sin. Um, and you know, a couple of times during church, someone had spoken about, you know, like break habitual sin and stuff like that, you know, um, but that night, this lady who was speaking, the speaker was talking about habitual sin, um, and how she overcame sin, you know, and something different she said that I'd never heard before was that every time she felt tempted, she would just repeat, um, Galatians 2.20, um, which is, it is not, I have been crucified with Christ, it's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives within me, um, and, you know, and so then she did this thing where she was like, if you are enslaved to sin, if you want freedom, put up your hand. And I remember being so scared to put up my hand to receive prayer, but I put it up anyway. And this girl, um, or this lady prayed, girl, lady, <laughs> this um lady prayed for me, or this girl prayed for me. Um, and... I had re- received prayer so many times before, you know, as I've mentioned, I was just in this horrible cycle and I'd received prayer so many times before um, and been given, you know, words for me so many times that I kept falling back into sin. But, you know, I don't know what happened. I just put up my hand and I was prayed for. And then, you know, and I was so scared to talk to anyone about it. I just put up my hand, um, you know, kind of how like, because you could be enslaved to anger. This is not just about sexual sin. This is about anger. This is about, um, you know, just all these different things, depression, whatever it is, you know, there are just so many things that enslave us, you know? And I remember that Sunday, uh, the guy preaching was preaching about, um, it was about giving the devil a foothold, um, and so that was sort of his main message. And he said, if you wanted freedom um, to stand, you know, so that someone could pray with you. Um, and I remember being so scared. But I looked around and I saw some people standing and I was like, okay. And that gave me courage to stand, you know. And I stood up. Um, and... When I received prayer, I'm telling you something was released. Um, I don't know what it was and I don't know why this time it was different, but I love, you know, that's my freedom anniversary week. And so that's why uh, one of the things is I want the freedom tat or the free tattoo on my left wrist. Um, just to symbolize that and to just always carry it with me. But um, I call that my freedom anniversary week. I even have a reminder in my phone. Um, 
And, you know, I don't know what was different about this time. Um, but, you know, between the time of Young Adults and Sunday, so Young Adults is on a Tuesday and then Sunday is on a Sunday, Sunday church. Um, you know, I hadn't fallen, I hadn't read any books, which I definitely a miracle. Um, and so, and yeah, and so I received prayer and these friends prayed for me. These friends so dear to my heart prayed for me. Um, and just gave me words of encouragement and they didn't know what I was struggling with, you know. Um, and I was just crying and bawling. You guys, I'm such an emotional person. <laughs> um, I've said this before, but I remember one time I listened to a sermon, I think it's called the greatest sermon out there or something like that. Um, and this guy was talking about how his sin brings him to tears so often. And I couldn't relate to that, but now I truly can relate to that. Like, Almost every Sunday, um, okay, not like every Sunday, but like maybe like every second or third Sunday, you know, I'm just brought to tears, if not on Sunday, then during the week, um, but I remember as they were praying for me, I was just crying and bawling, um, and something was released, something, I don't know what it was, was released, um, but now, the funny thing is, this might sound a little fishy, I have no idea how to explain this, but, um, but yeah, and so I was set free, but there was sort of something still there, if that makes sense, I'm like, it was a feeling, it wasn't, like, an actual physical thing, it was just a feeling, um, that I knew I had been set free, and I remember how a couple of Sundays later, we were singing this song, um, on Freedom, and it's Glorious Day by, uh, uh, I don't know who it's by, but, um, the lyrics go, or what, like, the main part goes, you called my name, and I ran out of that grave, out of the darkness, into your glorious day, um, the album is, like, pink and orange, the album cover is, like, pink and orange, and I think blue, yeah, I could get it, but anyway, um, and so I remember how a couple of Sundays later, we were singing this song, and, for the first time I was truly free and I could sing this song from a place of being free um, and truly living out these lyrics that I ran out of the grave um, and not from a place of I want to run out of the grave and I want to be free and I I remember the, there was this one time where we were singing um, the song you know um, where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom and this was still when I was struggling with with um with the sin. Um and I remember singing it and saying, This is the last time. This is the last time I'm not going back. And then a couple of weeks later or months later, I don't know, I went back, you know, and I was reading the same books, you know, um and I just knew I was free, you know, and every time I was tempted, I just, it's, it's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives within me. And just the thing of like, God sees everything, you know, but in fact, not even God sees everything because I, I mean, he does, but God lives inside of you, you know, 
the Holy Spirit lives inside of you and the same power that conquered the grave lives in you. And so when your earthly body is tempted, remember that God's power lives in you and surrender it to God, you know. So as you're tempted, Lord, I'm giving this to you. It's no longer I who lives, but you who are li- or you are living within me, you know. Um, and can I tell you guys, it wasn't easy, okay. <laughs> I was tempted time and time and time again. And there were times I nearly very well gave in, you know. Um, but I just relied on God. And, you know, there were times where, while I was in the cycle, I was like, oh yeah, I'm giving it all to God. But I truly wasn't giving it to God. And I truly wasn't literally saying, it's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives within me. Every time I was tempted, you know, and I've now had to reroute the what my, the way my mind works because one of the consequences of that sin, um, is just lustful thoughts, but also um, like there's a lot of thinking patterns that I had had that I had to change, you know, and so, you know, if you just memorize scripture and you're just truly always living in scripture, you know, um that's been changing the way I thought and this can be changing the way you think from depression from you know horrible words towards yourself from anxiety all these things you know and I've had to change how my mind thinks but there have been so many times where I've just been like I'm truly free you know and I remember um the girl who's who I told about um sin and how I was living um when I told her that I was free, it was the most surreal feeling, because I hadn't told anyone, um, and I was just like, hey, listen, um, I just want to tell you this, um, you know, and from that, the Lord has been able to use me in so many ways, and reveal himself to me in so many ways, because the thing is, when you're living in sin, you the sin rules your life, you know, um, and if you guys want, um, oh, okay, another funny thing is that my church just did a big series on, um, sin, and being freed from sin, um, and so the pastor went through, or different pastors went through, all the different kinds of sin, um, you know, examples and all that stuff. And so if you're, you know, wondering more about it, literally search the Bond Christian Fellowships on po- Fellowship on podcast. Um, and you can listen to the past, I think it's like six weeks. Um, and so, yeah. And so I was just set free and I knew deep within me that I had been set free. And so going back to what I was saying is when you're living in sin, you're constantly thinking about the sin, not how God can use you. You know, you're constantly trying to hide, not trying to, to, to say, Lord, use me, you know, and it's just this vicious, vicious cycle, you know, um, and in certain ways, the Lord can't fully use you, you know, and, um, I've seen the Lord's power and I truly grieve for the girl that I was. You know, this gets me emotional. You see, I'm crying. Um, it saddens my heart for the girl that I was because I wasn't living in what the Lord had for me, you know. And so this is why I'm so passionate about what God has just done for me. And it's so scary, you know. Not a lot of people know this part about my life, this part of my testimony, you know, um, 
and and when you're living like that I remember the one time this girl prayed for me and she was like hey are you okay and I so badly just wanted to say like hey I'm struggling with this sin um but I couldn't and I was ashamed well I could have but I was ashamed and so I lied to cover it up and I was like no I'm fine and actually I was talking to her I'm last week and just saying like you know it truly meant so much to me um because she was just so obedient to the Lord and she like prayed for me and just checked up with me and or whatever um you know I lost my point I forgot what I was talking about um but yeah and so when you're just living a certain way whatever that looks like for you you know or whatever that looks like for different people um and when you're not living in true freedom that comes from the Lord you know certain things he can't fully use for his glory you know um and yeah, yeah, you're constantly trying to hide things for, from people, constantly dealing with shame and with being ashamed and just all this stuff. Um, and so February 14th, February 17th is my um, freedom week. And so um, I have been living in true, true freedom for about four months now. Um, and it doesn't sound a lot, but if you ever talk to someone who's lived in any of these patterns they'll tell you that you know that's a freaking miracle and it is not in my strength at all I have tried to do it in my strength time and time again and I failed you know um and I could not have done this with the Lord and so going back to how my church has just done a massive series on bondage and living in sin and being rescued I think the series is called rescue um the cool thing was and this freaking blows my mind um is how so um not the sunday past the sunday before that um we had a really good worship evening uh and then at the end they prayed for so many people to be set free from all different kinds of sin um and i was able to sit there and not in an arrogant way but just in a purely grateful way and be free from sin and not have to go out for prayer you know i was uh, um and it was just transforming i'm able to sing songs on freedom but truly mean it and coming from a place of the lord has helped me walk through this and i can truly sing how the song is sung not how i want to be able to sing once i'm free you know and it is 120 percent through the lord's strength and of course i've been tempted of course it's not easy you know and something else that the lord has just shown me so um my verse of this year um has is 2 corinthians 12 verses 8 to 9 um and i said this verse of the year three quarters of the way through last year um and so yeah and I had no idea how much this would mean and so it says three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that weaknesses so that Christ's power merits may rest on me and you know what's funny I was in this endless cycle and I was asking the Lord take this away from me you know and um and when I truly surrendered and when I truly was living 
not me, but Christ who lives within me, you know, that's when things changed. And, um, and what I find cool is that how, even if I hadn't been set free then, we've just done a major series on being set free, you know, but, um, also another thing, like the past, um, oh, we were, I was swimming with some people, um, and they were talking about like, I can't remember what they were talking about, but, um, I think it was like the end times or something like that, um, very interesting conversation, um, but I remember how I was just thinking, if I hadn't been set free, I would be in such fear right now, and the Lord wouldn't have been able to use me in that way, and I know I keep saying it, but recently, if you listen to the, what God has been saying to me lately episode, I've asked the Lord to, um, to, to just, uh, to, for me to hear his voice, you know, and he's just been so faithful with that, um, and what is so, so cool, I, should I do a whole episode on this? Um, I might do on a whole episode on this, but, um, this past Sunday was the last Sunday of the Rescued series, and so we had, um, episodes on all these sins, I'm not since we had weeks Sundays on being taught about all the different sins um and then we had a free like you know present worship Sunday people excuse me got prayed for and then this past Sunday was um was was now how do you take it from there you know you've been set free what do you do from there and um and so what actually happened was I got to church 15 minutes late if you know if you've listened, I absolutely hate being late. It was beyond my control, whatever. I got to church a bit late. Um, and I remember I just sat in a row by myself. Um, and I'm cool with sitting by myself. It used to be something I was so scared of. Now <laughs> you own it. Um, but so it was present. So I missed the praise part of praise and worship because our church first has praise and worship. And so we're going into the worship portion. Um, and... <sighs> Cause it was just Father's Day, um, and for me, you know, I was just feeling a bit, mm, cause there's, you know, stuff associated with that, um, that I won't get into, and I don't want to say, um, or talk about, but you know, there were just some, some <laughs> raw feelings, um, and just so many songs were about freedom and about how God is such a heavenly Father, and there was this one part, um. There was this one song or this, you know, um, because the pastor went on and he was like, hey, if the Lord is prompting you to say something, you know, come talk to this person and then we can talk about it. But um, he was just saying how he's feeling that we shouldn't just rush this space of present worship, that we just have to go on a bit longer. So um, the girl on stage band was amazing. Um, She was saying something and something about how God loves us and how we love him and it just hit me that God loves me and I just started repeating God loves me God loves me God loves me and I burst into tears um and but I was at this point I was now bawling and I remember I couldn't keep standing up I had to um kneel down uh and Actually, also at the present worship evening, I started crying because of how my, I was living in freedom, and one of the songs was about freedom, 
So, you know, it's it's a weekly thing. Crying about how good Jesus is. Weekly thing. Anyway, going back to this past Sunday. And I just couldn't keep standing up. And I just had to go down. And I started bawling. Um, and these two ladies came to pray for me. And, you guys, this was such a God moment. I have never in my life experienced anything like this. Um, well, something close, which was what convinced me to get baptized. I also didn't talk about this. So I'm all over the place. Um, but what helped me get baptized once I got into the church was I had this moment where I felt God's presence and I just knew he was surreal. And this was in about 2016. Um, and so I got baptized in 2016. But then I started dealing with the sin, both before and after that. Anyway, so once again, going back to that, and I just started bawling and it was uncontrollable like I couldn't control it um and so then my fingers started buzzing like my fingertips started buzzing um and I had to check because I was at first I was sort of so I was on my knees but then I put my hands down so I had to pull them up you know like pins and needles but it wasn't pins and needles because the whole time they were praying for me my fingers were buzzing um and sometimes I moved my fingers like kind of like to feel God if that makes sense um during praise and worship <laughs> um and my fingers were buzzing and just I felt this cool coolness wash over me you know like how in summer when you just have cold water wash over you um like when it's hot 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 and so I just felt this coolness wash over me and I don't know if you remember but how when I got prayed for four months ago um during my freedom week um I felt like that there was something that was still there or I don't know if it was there or a couple of weeks later like that just there was something there and then now during this worship um I felt like it was released if that makes sense it's not like I've been holding on to it I had completely forgotten it but it just felt like something from my soul was released like something deep was just released um and can I tell you things get hazy because even the people um so some people are just saying some words that they felt the lord was saying and i have if you ask me now i have no idea what they were saying that's just how much this moment was just such a god moment i have no idea what they were saying and um and i remember just these ladies then coming to me and saying some words to me you know what they felt the lord was saying um, but it was just such a God moment and I think it was just such a full circle moment and it truly felt like something deep within me was released. Um and oh guys, um yeah, it was just <laughs> it was insane and afterwards because I just went to the bathroom to like clean up my face, um I came back and I felt like like I couldn't sh- shake it, you know, and my hands were still cold from just this like, like it literally felt like something cold just poured over me. It was definitely a God moment. Um, and I remember they only warmed up once I got home, and I was like busy writing it down because I journal and so I write stuff like this down. Um, and I was shaken up, you know, like whoa, it was hectic. I felt like 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 shaking you know like I had been hit by something but I wasn't hit by anything you know and so yeah and so that's just my story um and I truly truly you know it I can't even imagine ever going back to that and I will not you know 
through God because I can't do it by myself, but I will not, you know, um, because I've seen the power of God and I've seen how he's worked just afterwards, you know, and I truly believe that if you are struggling with anything that God can set you free. And I also, um, I hate this thing how in the church, it's always like, you know, men struggle with pornography, men struggle with sexual sin, men struggle with lust, but lust is not just a woman's problem, you know, um, I mean, not just a men's problem, and, you know, maybe this doesn't resonate with you, and that's perfectly okay, I'm so happy that it doesn't, um, but I just think, you know, it's time we stopped tiptoeing about this, you know, it is such a serious issue, um, and I've lived through it, you know, and, Yes, I wasn't actually watching pornography, but when you're reading pornography, you know, it's essentially the same thing. Um, And so that's my testimony. And so here I am today. Um, Today is the 19th of June, Um, a little over four months um, living in true freedom. And the Lord has just changed my life. And you know, I think I talk about him a lot here, literally every episode, but just, you know, he's been so evident and prominent in my life, and I truly, you know, this might have been all over the place, and I might have forgotten certain things, um, and not have gotten into everything, because the story could take forever, you know, um, but yeah, I just... I just wanted to share it with you guys. Um and I've actually been so scared and I was so scared to record this, but I knew I had to, um, and the Lord has just confirmed it. But I feel just such peace now, um, surrounding the whole thing. So yeah, um, thank you so much for listening. Um so just a couple of quotes I wanted to share. I think I have three. Um so this one is on Christian Huff by Christian Huff and if you don't know um this is Sadie Robertson's fiance they just got engaged like last week or something I um, mean this is in his bio and it says if it breaks God's heart why do you think it will fulfill yours <laughs> mic drop oh my goodness this is literally you know with regard to any sin anything any way that you're living you know if it breaks god's heart why on earth do you think that it will fulfill yours you know and i've been there and i know what it feels like you know so yeah i wanted to share that um and then another quote by victoria erickson from my pinterest folder um this is just you know this is such a full circle moment anyway Remember that you are more than skin and bones. You are 1,000 stories of before, 1,000 stories of potential, 1,000 stories you've yet to see and know and feel and breathe. There's more to come and it's something beautiful. Victoria Erickson. I want you to remember that. You know, whatever your story looks like, um, God can use your story. Um, whatever it looks like, you know. God will use it. And I just want to remind you that whatever your past looks like, whatever your present looks like, you know, um, God has a plan for you. And I know that is so freaking cliche. Oh my goodness. Um, but God truly does have a plan for you. And then the other quote I wanted to share, um, you've probably heard the second part of this. 
Um, but this is by Erin Hansen, and so it says, There is freedom waiting for you on the breezes of the sky. And you ask, what if I fall? Oh, but my darling, what if you fly? Eric, Erin Hansen. Oh, so thank you so much for staying tuned for this whole um, testimony. These have been long, over an hour and a half long um, combined. But thank you so much for listening. Um, it truly does mean so much to me. Please rate, review, um, subscribe to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, or on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review, rate it, subscribe, um, and then share it. You know, this has been so scary for me sharing my testimony, but um, share it to people you know. You know, if you know anyone struggling with this, share it. Um, and yeah, you can follow the Project Lumiere on Instagram at the Project Lumiere, um, or on Facebook. Uh, I have a personal Facebook page, Zoe Tuguma. But even better than that, um, we have a Project Lumiere Facebook page. So yeah, thank you guys so so much for listening. Um, I hope that you truly get something for for this. Also, stay tuned for I think the next episode because I am currently taking a social media break. Um, it's been just under a week and I want to go back, but I don't know. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. But I just want to share all about that. Um, and exciting stuff coming for this podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. Whether it's eight o'clock, um, in the morning or ten o'clock at night or vice versa, it's gonna be a good day. Bye, friend. <laughs>